Welcome to the Go Lead Everything podcast. Do you aspire to become the best leader you can be? Then come along with me and GLE. Faith, love, integrity, courage. Four key values of great leaders all around the world. I'm Phil Swanson, and I'm on a mission to bring you leaders from all walks of life and arm you with the tools and mindset to lead effectively in whatever you are called to do. Are you ready? Because it's time to go lead everything. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to GLE. Phil here, and holy moly. We have had an awesome week. Got to give a big baby update and a big thank you to the outpouring of love and support from the GLE network and community. It's been absolutely tremendous. So thanks to all of you who've reached out. Realize that last week was a little bit different from my typical, actually the week before I had um, my brother Stephen on last week, but the week before when we were talking about hard times was a little bit different from my typical GLE and a little bit more, um, a little bit more uh, transparent into some of the things that are personal struggles that I usually don't share, but really wanted to highlight how everyone's got their own stuff they're going through and it impacts them differently. And we might look at them and say, man, like that's not even a big deal. Like, what are you talking about? You're spoiled or, or, you know, you're selfish or, or whatever. And and that's just the wrong mindset. You know, we got to understand that everyone's coming from a different place. They're going through their stuff and it's going to impact them differently. Right. So we got to be understanding of that, but super happy. Our baby girl's home for nearly a week. Now we cannot be happier and more tired at the same time. We're loving every minute of it. Please keep us in your prayers as we work to train up our child in the way she should go. And wanted to have another solo podcast to share some things with you that have been on my mind around some of the activities I've been working on. And um, the first thing I want to talk about is bad metaphors. So a long time ago, I learned that the way we learn is actually comparing what we know to things we already, uh, comparing what we're learning, the new things, to things we already know. And it's really important, if you think about that, to build a strong foundation because if you are constantly comparing things you don't know, these new ideas to stuff you already know, if what you already know is wrong, then it's not going to work. And this is kind of a similar idea to setting up a premise for a joke. I've talked about that before. And a lot of the conversations we even have in day to day, you know, we're talking about politics, we're talking about religion, we talk about all these different things. And oftentimes the, the whole topic of the conversation is simply based on the wrong premise. So you, you basically set yourself up so you can't get anywhere. And so want to really think about having a strong foundation, which is why we talk about the four values of a leader and faith that foundational piece being so key, faith, love, integrity, and courage, those foundational values being such an important foundation to build upon. Otherwise, when things happen, you're going you're gonna to give yourself bad metaphors. And especially when you're trying something new, you're going to be comparing those new things to an old mindset. And that old mindset is something you have 
practiced, right? Like you may not realize it, but you have, you are living today with the mindset that you have practiced for however long you can remember. You have practiced, and maybe it changed at some point, right? Maybe you've, you've and everybody changes and evolves. We are living today with a mindset that's built on the past. And so it's almost hard as if, unless that premise is set up right and that foundation is strong to not tell yourself some bad metaphors. And that's really what creates a lot of the stress, anxiety, fears that we deal with. And so that's one reason why GLE is so focused on mindset and empowering you with the right mindset for setting yourself up to lead everything you do. You have to get that mindset piece right. It's so key. And if you get that right, everything else will fall into place. And so I want to talk about a couple mindset aspects. One is something you've probably heard before. I call it walk a mile in their shoes, which is your cliche sort of, you know, consider others better than yourself, sort of, you know, put yourself in their shoes phrase. What do I mean by walk a mile in their shoes? Well, it's kind of like that hard times aspect where, you know, you think that whatever they're going through is not a big deal. Well, you know, put yourself in their shoes. What are they going through? And one area I think about this a lot is when you see businesses making decisions and, or you, you know, you're sitting in a training and you're like, man, this, this is a silly training. Maybe I don't need to be in this. This was a waste of money. This is a bad investment. You know, you ever sit in a class in university and you're like, man, this is a stupid class. You know, why am I in here? Um, I know so many times that people can get frustrated when they bring that perspective to a situation. And so it's easy to be critical of others when you have really no perspective on what it's like to be in their shoes and what it would be like to do what they do. So when that happens, I encourage you, if you get those feelings of frustration in situations, really deep dive into the perspective of why they might be doing what they're doing instead of micro-focusing on one detail that doesn't necessarily fit you perfectly. And if you do that, you might start to see and challenge your thinking to a point where you realize, you know, what would you do as that business owner? What would you do if you were the CEO of that company? What would you do if you were the leader of that Bible study? You know, it's, it's easy to sit in these rooms and say, oh man, that's dumb or, you know, be critical of someone. And then, you, you know, I'll kind of put it back when I hear comments like that. Well, you know, what would you do differently? Well, you know, I do this and this and this. Well, have you considered these other things? And, and they really haven't thought their ideas through in any sort of thorough manner to be able to speak on what they're giving their opinions about in any sort of educated fashion. So really completing that role play and, and completing that exercise of walking a mile in their shoes, really put yourself into their mindset and think about what they would have to do in their situation. For example, you get on a call and maybe, you know, you're on, you're on like an 80 person zoom call talking about, um, business strategy and some training, you know, you're part of a team, for example, 
and maybe you get a little frustrated and think, man, you know, I wish this was just more detailed. I wish this had more value. And you kind of throw it back and think, well, wait, what what if I had a team of 80, 100, 1,000 people working for me? What would I do maybe on a weekly, monthly, quarterly frequency to keep that team engaged? How would I approach that team and make sure they're aligned with the vision and the values and the purpose for what we're trying to accomplish and they understand the goals, they understand the objectives. What what would you do if you were the VP or the director or the CEO? How would you engage your team? And most people haven't even thought about that at all at any level. They haven't given it a thought. They have no clue how they would engage a team like that. They have no perspective. And it's that's what I mean is it's so easy to, you know, sit in the back of the movie theater and make jokes about the movie, you know, or sit in the back at, at, uh, a speech or someone talking and be critical of what they have to say when you really, you know, you have no clue of what it would go through to what someone would go through to put on that show, to give those jokes uh, you know, if you're a comedian or whatever, to perform music, you know, those those athletes, it's easy to sit back and, and just boo athletes, right? Booing athletes is like the most basic example of just a lack of perspective on life. If you're so ingrained in a sporting event that you're yelling boo at some dude who like didn't catch a baseball or whatever, you know, but I mean, that's, that's the world we live in, right? We, we have these people from all walks of life with different perspectives, different motivations, they have different loves, different values, and you got to walk a mile in their shoes. You got to understand where other people are coming from. Moving on to expectations and, and this walking in a mile in the, in their shoes really ties to your expectations and, and you got to really understand where your expectations are and are they realistic? Sometimes people expect quick results, for example. Maybe they've been doing something for only a month and they're like, man, you know, I'm going to quit. I was like this with piano lessons back in the day. My parents made me take piano lessons. I did not want to take piano lessons at all. And I wanted to quit. Well, I stuck at it. And guess what? They're in just about everything I've done, there's always been this time where I kind of like broke through this barrier and it got real easy. And I think to become extremely successful, there's more barriers you can break through to go to even different levels. But if you've ever been and gotten at least reasonably proficient at something, there's probably been a time where if you can think back, you're like, man, I can't, I almost can't even pinpoint the exact time. And this will be kind of silly, but I'll, I'll talk about Guitar Hero. There was a time back at college where I played so much Guitar Hero. <laughs> you may not believe that. I wasn't a big video game guy, but I played Guitar Hero like it was nobody's business. And I remember I, I was on easy, medium. I could barely pass songs on easy and medium for the longest time. And I'm like, how can people even play this game? And then I remember one day I could just play songs on expert. And I didn't even get it. Like I had just been playing and playing and playing. It was, it was like a motor skill that finally clicked in my brain. And all of a sudden I could play songs on expert. And I literally played 
once I, I identified that skill, I went back and started Guitar Heroes on Expert and played through the six first six sets of songs. I think a set had like five songs or whatever. I can't remember. But I played through the first six sets without failing a song on Expert after having never passed a song on Expert. And if you ever play Guitar Hero, you know what I'm talking about. So <coughs> that's what I mean by setting those expectations and, and really understanding that it doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to just get good overnight. You have to work at it. So you really need to understand why you're doing things and you need to understand if you would even bother with those things if you didn't get <clears throat> whatever that result is that you think you want to get. So one of the things some of my mentors share is, you know, if you wouldn't do something for a year without getting paid to do it, then you probably shouldn't even bother pursuing it and unless you're ready to dedicate at least a year to that activity. And, you know, lots of business owners, for example, you know, investing in your startup business, you're looking at two, three, four years of reinvesting in your business, scaling whatever you got to do to set yourself up for that business to actually be successful. You might not even pay yourself for those first several years. You're just working for free. And the reason many businesses are not successful is because a lot of people, most people, are not willing to do that. They're just not. And that's a perspective on business ownership that I think many employees lack is they, they walk around, they go to all these restaurants and you know have food. And this I'm speaking about me here. I didn't until recently. I, I, like, I walk into restaurants now with a totally different perspective, thinking about business owners who have invested their lives to create an experience for people you know, fast food industry restaurants that have these systems and processes that are so repeatable, so efficient, can hire people, can build that consistency in. I mean, it's it's outstanding, the processes that these companies put in place for sustainability long-term. And that is setting expectations that are realistic. Those companies didn't just like happen overnight, right? McDonald's wasn't like an overnight thing that just like became this big thing. It took years and years and years and years of perfecting their systems. And now they're at a point where, you know, I don't know what they own more real estate than the Catholic church or what, whatever it is. Right. So, you know, they have figured out a model that works and, it doesn't happen overnight. So you, you need to have expectations that understand if you're going to go, you know, start a business, you're, you know, you might not get paid for the first year. You might, right? You might. And maybe you do. And maybe you go, hey, guess what? It's going to be better for me long term for me to not even take that, that money I made and reinvest it in my business and set myself up for the next three, four, five, 10, 20 years down the road. But you know, you might, you might not have that perspective. So this is why getting around mentors, getting around people that have done these things, this is going to that mindset of you have had a mindset for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, however long you've been alive, you've been practicing an old mindset and you try these new things and you really need to pretty much unlearn and, and reject that old mindset. Otherwise you go down this spiral of just trying, quitting, being discouraged, you know, it, it's a mindset game. So you got to create that mindset. So let's think about some good metaphors related to that. So baseball, for example, how 
long does it take people to get good at baseball and actually make money playing baseball? Long time, right? They probably started playing when they were a child. And maybe at the earliest, they're in high school and, you know, get drafted right out of the, at the you know, 17, 18, 19 age or whatever, right? I mean, that would be ideal scenario for making money. You could, you could venture that scholarships at, at eight, 17, 18 when you're going to college are, are making money, for, kind of getting your school paid for um, playing sports. But, you know, that didn't happen overnight, right? Getting getting good to the point where you're going to actually earn compensation for what you're doing is it takes a long time. Engineering, the minimum you got four years of university after a full K through twelve education. You know, if you wanted to skip some grades, get a GED, whatever, and jump to college early, that's fine. But you know, you might you might be able to get an engineering degree done in four or three and a half, maybe if you're real aggressive or whatever. That is a long time with a lot of financial investment too. I mean, if you depending on your scholarships or whatever, you're investing tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars just to get to the point where you can maybe make some money in engineering. And yeah, you might make mid tens of thousands to start up to the six figures and maybe, you know, multi six figures at some point. But I mean, that doesn't happen overnight. You know, why would you think you're going to start building the business and overnight start making a couple hundred bucks, 200, 300, 400,000, however much a month? It's just, you know, it's unrealistic expectation. Music, same story. I mean, you, how long does it take to actually get to the point where you're performing music and maybe making money? I mean, there's people that work their whole lives in music and barely make any money. Same with sports, right? But it's the same in business. You know, it's the same for business ownership. There's very few business owners that have successful businesses. Most of the ones that have been successful have multiple businesses that have failed. So you got to understand and have realistic expectations. Really check that mindset and realize you're basing things off an old mindset. You're using bad metaphors to set yourself up. So when you're thinking about these things, I want you to think about playing the long game. We need to be in it for the long game. And the baseball metaphor I'll use for this one is winning every pitch. We're not trying to win, you know, the game in the first inning. You're not trying to win the game in the first out. You're, you're trying to win every pitch of that game. And if you win every pitch, then you're going to win that out. You're going to win that inning. And maybe you lose the first inning. But does that mean you quit? No, you got nine more innings, right? The game's not over. So you stick with that That mindset. Is It's almost a – people talk about loving the process. It's a process mindset where you're focused on practicing and doing those things, building those habits that will prove successful over time so you can win that first pitch, win that first inning, win that first game then win the series, then win your conference, then win the championship, right? You you have to focus on those little things that are going to get there. And guess what? To win that first pitch, you've got to win that weight room. You've got to win your cardio. You've got to stretch when you're stretching. You have to win 
your bullpen sessions and you got to win your batting practice. You've got to win making sure your jersey's clean for the game. I mean, you you got to win every little thing to get to that point where you're able to win every pitch, right? You it doesn't just happen overnight. It starts with doing all those small things right, all of them, all the time, as often as possible. If you can't do the dishes right, how can you expect to run a Fortune 500 company right? To quote Jared, this guy that had a motivational video that I used to watch all the time, but that, that phrase stuck with me. Right? You've, you've got to practice doing what's right all the time. And if you're not used to it, it's hard. And we're all getting better at it. We're all continually learning at it. It will not come overnight. Doing that takes practice and time. It'll take months. It'll take potentially years. So I want you to think today about your mindset. And I want you to think about how your mindset might be limited and really be conscious of getting around people that have mindset that will shape you for your future mindset that's not matching your past necessarily but mindset that is going to be consistent with the type of individual you want to be five years down the road 10 years down the road I was watching Jordan Peterson talk about planning and he actually said that it may not even be worth our time to plan more than three to five years down the road because we simply there's too much variability by the time you get five years down the road, you may not even be close to where you thought you would be. You may be 10 times farther. You may be not even, you know, maybe doing something totally different. And, um, I thought that was really interesting and it really aligns with a concept that I've been thinking about since I got interviewed for my current corporate job is, you know, they asked where you be in five years, you know, who knows where they're going to be in five years. Nobody has any clue where they're going to be in five years. They might have a vision. They might think they know, but you know, five years ago, they didn't know they were going to be there. And five years from now, they don't really know where they're going to be, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't plan and be smart. Right. But I thought that was interesting that it almost doesn't even make sense to plan more than five years out because your, your variability on outcome gets so broad that, the probability of you being right so low, it's almost not even worth your time. But thought that was interesting. Wanted to share this with you and share with you the importance of mindset, building a strong foundation in your mindset so that you can use those good metaphors and get rid of bad metaphors. Really question. You know, we talk about questioning everything here at GLE. Question your metaphors you're telling yourself. When people make comments to you about politics or any of the stuff going on in the world, question the premise of what they're even talking about because they're probably, overall, probably their whole premise is wrong. That's what we find in this polarizing Republican, Democrat, two-party system. Guess what? The founders didn't want a two-party system from the beginning. So we're sitting here talking about blah, 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 blah. This isn't even how it's supposed to be. You know, think about how the premise of many things that you do every day is just wrong. And get your mindset focused on a firm foundation and set yourself up for the right mindset that's going to make you successful. Hope this helps you all today. Love you, GLE. Go lead everything. If you enjoyed today's show, give it a five-star rating. 
follow, subscribe, and head on over to GoLeadEverything.com to learn more about the Go Lead Everything movement. For more great content daily, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at RealPhilSwanson, Facebook and LinkedIn at PhilipSwanson, and for videos of these episodes and other great video content daily, subscribe to the Phil Swanson channel on YouTube. Now go 